0: Can
1: we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Do
2: it. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica Theo, and Stone on ESPN oh. 1063.
0: Brittany Mahomes has a, a not-so-savory reputation amongst male sports fans. Is that pretty accurate?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I think it's weird behavior to just hate Brittany Mahomes because you think she's annoying. And people, like, say really nasty things about her.
2: It's the same thing they said about Aisha Curry, though. It's, it's, yeah. People just don't like outspoken sports-wise. What else? she say? wasn't even that outspoken, honestly. No. No. She what just I'll, was, like, annoying when she was, I guess.
0: Right. It, like, she can be annoying, but I don't think she's a horrifying person. Like, people... I mean, male, angry male sports fans go overboard destroying Brittany Mahomes. What I'll say is that she right now appears to be best friends with Taylor Swift. Yeah. And I promise you, for those of you who rip apart Brittany Mahomes, think she's annoying, you
1: ain't nearly as interesting as that. No. Just know that. Nick Wright had a tweet that I loved last night, and it was... We haven't heard anybody from the inner circle say anything bad about Britney. Like, it's just no. been fans and people who yeah. don't know her. they don't like
0: her voice. They don't like her mannerisms. There all that hasn't stuff.
1: been anybody who's close to Britney who said, ah, oh, yeah, she's annoying. Oh, she
0: nobody. Sucks. nobody, yes. Not one. Now, Jackson Mahomes, different story. He's a,
2: yeah, he's terrible. C- can we,
0: and I, I don't want to go on a whole diatribe about Taylor Swift because I, I really could not care less in the grand scheme of yeah. things. Yeah. Um, If you're Taylor Swift's people and she has a very trusted circle uh, she's great in the old PR machine she's the most beloved female artist on the planet yeah um how did they let the CBS cameras show her with felon alleged felon Jackson Mahomes in the background all day yesterday
1: because that's family There's that's that's a
0: bad it. that that's a bad look like I I mean sorry but Jackson I would keep that uh keep that ankle bracelet on that uh that monitor I'm sure you're wearing Stay your ass home when Taylor's in town. Yeah, that's a bad, bad look.
2: That dude is has earned the um, the 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 backlash and all of the alleged uh,
0: felon, Jackson yeah. Mahomes.
2: He's he's earned all of that. Um, but no, Brittany Mahomes, I I I do feel you on that. She had that one moment when she was like going back and forth or yelling in the press box or huh. something like. Not she the press for box for a man. Yeah, she was cheering for her husband. Yeah. Huh. Um. And uh, and yeah, and now she's kind of going to become infallible because she's going to become besties with Taylor she Swift. She is
0: in the Taylor Swift circle. She made it. I am annoyed by Taylor Swift, but I love to be in the Taylor Swift circle.
2: Hell yeah! Yes,
0: Theo. Sign yes, me up. Stone. Yes,
2: I'll sing one of the little songs. Yeah. What's up? I'd
0: be willing to bet going to dinner with Taylor Swift and Blake Lively. Hold, hold on. I want to know if Theo knows any nah, Taylor Swift
2: songs. Love, uh, uh, bad love, baby. Now we got bad love. Yeah, I think it's bad blood. Yeah, it's bad, bad blood. blood. baby. You know yeah. Shake It Off, too. Shake It Off. Yeah, yeah. come on. Shake It Off is a hit. Um, it's a hit. All right. I mean, I didn't. It's, it's, it's a hit, though. Yeah, it was yeah, everywhere. It's a hit. Was it's a hit. It was on commercials and stuff. Shake It Off. Uh,
0: I want to make sure that uh, we properly switch gears. I'm telling you about prize picks. Someone They're like, please, please football me. <laughs> prize picks, Monday Night Football. Minnesota Vikings, San Francisco 49ers. It is a great night to play the best daily fantasy. Prize picks. Use the promo code KLV. K-L-V double that deposit, up to a hundo, $100. It's basically like being handed a big sack of cash. You're playing more than, you're playing less than. Pass yards, Kirk Cousins tonight, 240 and a half. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, he's going to be fewer than 240 and a half passing yards. Just going to start there. Uh, I'll pick three. I'll pick four. Maybe I'll pick five, pick six. I'm putting in $20 with as more picks as you put out there, a chance to win more and more and more. It's the best daily fantasy. The app is impeccable. So easy to navigate. I might double up with a little playoff baseball. I might double up with a little playoff baseball tonight as well on prize picks. Hey, If I'm feeling squirrely, maybe some hockey. Prize picks. Promo code KLV. Promo code KLV. Double your deposit up to $100. The best daily fantasy. It is. Prize picks. Real quick, I was very selfish, Theo. I did not. uh, We started. Lost in all the talk about manhood and uh, us um, comparing um, our our, uh, testosterone levels in the first hour of the show. Yeah. I didn't ask you what the football message you received loud and clear was this week. And mine was, was that NFL fans think this is uh, college football and they think there's a playoff committee apparently. What, was, what, what message did you get in your old football, uh, your old football inbox uh, this morning uh, upon waking up? mail.
2: We still haven't figured out valuation on quarterbacks today in the NFL. The way that these backup quarterbacks have been playing and the way that a lot of these incumbents or starters have been performing on Sundays and the way that they impact winning, I mean, it's been almost like a negative correlation. You look at the Cleveland Browns, who have been better this year when Deshaun Watson sidelined either for injury or other reasons. P.J. Walker, Walker, baby. And P.J. Walker has been carrying this team to victories against, well, at least against the 49ers. I'm sorry, carrying's a strong word. Yeah. Yeah, wow.
0: The but, officials carried the Browns to victory yesterday. But
2: I'm talking about before this past weekend, which, yes, of course, the officials helped out the Browns against the Colts. But on the other side, it's Gardner Minshew, backup quarterback winning games. You got the the Bears are winning games with a Division two quarterback. Um, and I forget how to say his name, Badgett? Badgett. Bayget? Tyson Bajet. Tyson Beighton uh,
0: is a apparently a CrossFit champion.
2: Yes, and his dad is an arm wrestling champion. Boy,
1: it's almost a sick family. Dude. <laughs> the
2: best the Bears have looked this year. He's is... better than Justin Fields. I said it. There was, a, there was a
1: stat that he had sixty five <laughs> members of his friends and family in the stands yesterday,
2: and he bought the tickets right. Like they yeah, bought tickets to the 65 game. Sixty five of them.
0: Tyson Beighton better than Justin Fields. Better than Jordan Love.
2: It looks like it. And that's the thing is like so for Tyson Bajet. For Gardner Minshew, for PJ Walker, I think there were a few other backups too. We had last week we had two backups beat contenders when the Eagles lost to Zach Wilson. Like the quarterback position and the fact that the Cleveland Browns are paying Deshaun Watson two hundred and forty five million to be a net negative for them when the rest of their team is elite. It's criminal, literally. It is it's it, it, it reemphasizes why the, the New York Giants shouldn't have overpaid Daniel Jones. It reemphasizes why. Tyrod Taylor's better than Daniel Jones. Tyrod Taylor, another example of a backup quarterback outperforming the starter. For for NFL GMs today, especially those like uh, John Lynch with the San Francisco 49ers was going to have a Brock Purdy discussion down the line here, especially those like, I mean, I hate to say it, but Chris Greer in the Miami Dolphins, who's going to have a tool conversation to have here. Don't lock yourself in and overpay these quarterbacks who aren't Guys that move the needle outside of your system, or at least if you don't gauge them to be that. I'm not saying Tua is. Is
0: quarterback becoming the new running back? Eight 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 seven six zero three
2: seven seven six. It is. It. But this is what I'll say. Outside of the truly elite guys, outside of the Patrick is the Lamar Jacksons, the Josh Allens, the the uh, the some people say Joe Burrow, but not me. Outside of the truly we've elite we've taken guys. Justin
1: Herbert out of the elite conversation, right?
2: Justin Herbert, I mean, it's just he—he he, he has the elite talent at least, but he hasn't performed. He—he has, he doesn't have elite production. That man is allergic to success in the red zone. He does they not. think And again, half of that was that championship defense by the Chiefs. But I regress. I digress. Digress. <laughs> um, and I also regress in my ability to communicate. <laughs> but I just—just I just to say this, it gives GMs, it gives the front offices something to think about because. As you see these teams have success, paying their quarterbacks on the minimum or winning with their backups, why would I invest forty million a year in a guy that does not move the needle? Yeah. It's a you, real conversation. You better be have. sure,
0: sure. It's still the most important position on the field, uh, most important person on a team, but you better be sure, sure. It could be the biggest mistake. Yeah, Daniel Jones ended up being sort of, oh, we feel like we have to. And you cannot approach it like that. Not this year. Backups have done a good, good, good job.
2: Another quarterback I didn't even bring up in all of this. How do you think the Denver Broncos feel about their commitment they made to Russell Wilson? (laughs) Like You traded assets and you have to pay that dude down the line. Yeah. It, it, there's going to be a shift in conversation at least around what it is going to take to acquire these you know, veteran quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and these guys that have the high contract value and you have to give up draft capital, as well as how much you're going to pay these guys coming off of their fifth year when you know they're not a guy that moves the needle like the top five, top six guys in the league. And we're learning that lesson every week. I just wonder if it's going to be applicated in the offseason – because I'm not sure who's next up, which quarterback that we haven't really – like, is it Tua next? Yeah. I think is the next conversation that we're going to have to have, and it's like, if you have to pay Tua Loa 45 plus a year, what, else, what are you doing to that roster? How are you setting back the rest of your roster, and can you rely on him to make plays to win games when they matter most? And I'm not sure. That's well, all I'm saying. I got that
0: Bradley Chubb contract. You've got
1: mail. Stone, you want to drop one real quick? Absolutely, I do. You've got mail. All right, I haven't opened my AOL in, in in years, but I did have an email in there. This is a direct message to me from a uh, big trust at Hotmail five and two dot com. <laughs> yeah, it reads: Hi, my name is Lamar Jackson. I played quarterback for the five and two Baltimore Ravens, and I'm still really good at football. I mean, Lamar just laid it on the table yesterday, embarrassing the Detroit Lions, putting himself back on the map. People forget this Baltimore Ravens team is five and two, but what Lamar Jackson did yesterday. Just a double middle finger to the rest of the NFL. Shouts to Lamar Jackson. I don't even have to read off his stat line. It was disgusting. Awesome stuff from Lamar. Uh, By the way,
0: uh, Stephen A. Smith on first take today said, I'm not getting too excited about Lamar
1: Jackson. (laughs) Okay, Stephen A. He doesn't want your respect. He doesn't need your respect. He's eventually just going to go and take it. We we want to see him perform in the playoffs. I get that he'll be there. Lamar was electric, man. But I mean, that (laughs) was oh my god. We're talking about a Lions team that we all considered quote unquote contenders. 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 I was a huge Lions supporter. No, no, no. I was starting. The, everybody, no, everybody I was who, coming who, around, Donna. No, let's not no, get crazy. No, no,
2: coming around. I wasn't you, quite there. You no. Oh, we come on. The people who on. get
1: paid millions of dollars to speak on these topics yes. had them within the top three best teams and in the NFL, wrong. and, and Lamar Jackson had them looking stupid at thirty-five zero in the third quarter. This
2: is not an indictment on Lamar Jackson. I, I've been singing the praises of him even last year when you were telling me he's a system quarterback who doesn't deserve. Quote doesn't deserve to throw the ball around the field because the great offensive of mind and Greg Roman knows he can't play in an offensive system like that. That was what you were saying last year when I was saying we haven't put him in that situation yet. And now that we've seen him seven weeks into that situation, we know that Lamar Jackson is what he's been since he was at Louisville, an elite passer, and one of the best runners of all time at that position. So he, I've been singing the praises of Lamar. I mean,
1: elite, elite passer, I definitely am not co-signing that, but right, elite great. playmaker and the ability to make passes yeah, is, problems, is all there. He
2: solves problems in a way that not many can at that position. Sure, absolutely. Sure. And at that at that point, though, when you give him options on the outside and you still got a guy like Mark Andrews and you call plays for him that allow him to open up the passing game, he is a really, really good, if not great passer. You know what I say in relation
0: to the Lions? It's tough to go beat elite teams on the road.
2: That's just the reality of the Ra- NFL. Are the
0: Ravens an elite team?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're there. They're five and two. They got They're pretty a really good damn defense. consistent in the postseason,
0: right? Like with Lamar MVP. Like all I'm saying, just like the Dolphins, it's oh, tough God. to go to Buffalo and win. It's tough to go to Philly and win. It's tough to go to Baltimore and win. The Dolphins did it last year, but who's counting? Uh, when we come back, let's go ahead and uh, get into a, a dog bleep Monday, shall we, Stone? Um. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, dog. <laughs> That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowicz. I'm Ken Lavica. It is Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN
2: 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Coach Salah,
0: can uh, can you you open up the dog plea Monday, please?
1: Um, dog.
0: Thank you. Before we get to it, let me tell you about Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. ENT extraordinaire, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. He's been doing it for decades. He's based in Boyden Beach. He is changing lifestyles. He is changing the way you operate in your day-to-day life. So many people out there walk around constantly congested, the sniffing, the... Uh, constantly. And uh, you've got the ringing in the ears. You've got a consistent feeling of pressure in your throat perhaps you have perpetually swollen tonsils you're a snorer your airwaves are obstructed dr neil goldhaber he can find you a solution for all of that it's what he specializes in and he's been doing it for so long so many people have benefited because they have taken the dive they have gone to the consultation with dr neil goldhaber he's laid out the plan and their lives have improved he's not a miracle worker He's damn good at what he does. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, Goldhabersinus.com, Goldhabersinus.com, Elite, and right in our own backyard in Boynton. Get your consultation. If you suffer from any of the things I just mentioned, and there's a good chance some of you listening and a light bulb's gone off in your head, Goldhabersinus.com, Goldhabersinus.com. It's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. All right, Coach Sala, give me it one more time. One more time, please. Um, no, it's dumb. What we've all been waiting for. Monday means dog bleep Monday here on LaVicca, Theo, and Stone. Is there something you saw, you heard, you read over the weekend in sports where you say to yourself, my God, what a big, steaming, voluminous pile of dog bleep? Go ahead and give it to us on social media at KLV1063 or 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. I am going to present my dog Bleep Monday with the simple message Stop with Adolf Hitler. Stop everything when it comes to Adolf Hitler. Let's go to East Lansing, Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan in state battle. Michigan dominated this game 49 to nothing. It was a disgusting beatdown. But before the game, this was the storyline of the game. Now imagine, Theo, you're in line. You're getting nachos there at Spartan Stadium. And you walk out to your seat and you look up at the scoreboard and looming over you on the jumbotron there at Spartan Stadium is a massive photo of Adolf Hitler looking you right in the eyes. Especially after the last couple of weeks, what we've seen in this world. And uh, with what's transpired, you look up. You're like, wow, I'm going to enjoy a fall Saturday here in East Lansing. Go Sparty. And then Adolf Hitler is looking right at you. Imagine how that would feel, Theo.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's not fun. It's almost like, yeah, it's not fun. Yeah.
0: So what <laughs> happened is they were for pregame entertainment at Michigan State. Apparently the budget's real thin. Uh, they, they were showing some trivia on the Michigan State scoreboard pregame. Some trivia, and the question popped up. What was the home country of Adolf Hitler? Now, one, why, why would you have random trivia at a football game Non-football-related trivia. Why would it be asking a stadium of 80,000 people? What's the home country of Adolf Hitler. By the way, it's Austria, for those of you scoring at home. So at least you know that now. But nice. it's not even the trivia, which, again, why? But it's the big-ass photo of Adolf Hitler accompanying it. So that obviously started making the rounds on social media. Obviously, people in East Lansing, they all bought their buddy. They're like, dude, did you see Adolf Hitler? On the Jumbotron? That was bizarre. That seemed like poor judgment. So Michigan State obviously, once this hit the social media realm, took it very seriously. And sent out the following release as an apology. This is from Matt Larson, Associate AD Communications at Michigan State. Quote, Michigan State's aware that inappropriate content by a third-party source was displayed on the video board prior to the start of tonight's football game. We're deeply sorry for the content that was displayed as this is not representative of our institutional values. MSU will not be using the third-party source going forward and will implement stronger screening and approval procedures for all video board content in the future. All right, reasonable. Third party source. The third party that that Michigan State they they hire out to to provide in game entertainment. They screwed up. They screwed up, and that third party source will not be used any longer. Michigan State taking a stand, immediately addressing the problem from the third party source.
2: Great
0: job. Here's the problem. That release made it sound like there was actually a third party source. Yeah. Like there was Currency exchanging hands for entertainment from that third-party source. No, 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 no. no. This trivia that Michigan State had featuring the question about Adolf Hitler and the gigantic photo of Adolf Hitler was simply a YouTube channel, the quiz channel. Yeah. They simply took this YouTube channel, and they put it on their scoreboard in the laziest imaginable approach to entertaining the fans. A Big Ten school Mm. with the near-billion-dollar TV contract. And what is Michigan State doing? They're just going to the quiz channel on YouTube and throwing it on their scoreboard. And nobody bothered to look at the 16-minute trivia video. Just threw it up there. So next thing you know, you're eating a hot dog, you got a beer in your hand, you look up, there's Hitler. (laughs) Michigan State is a disaster. They're an absolute disaster. They've checked the holy trinity of disasters. They've gone from rampant serial sexual assault to head coach sexual harassment to Hitler. What is happening in East Lansing? It's like I always say. I don't care if it's the age-old question of... If you could go to dinner with anybody, dead or alive, who it would be? Because the common refrain is Hitler, so I could ask him why he did what he did. Uh,
2: no! That should never be your response. I, I, I still don't get that Say one. Say no to Hitler, always! Wasn't it Jonathan Allen that said that? Yes, yes. Oh, we'll get to him. We'll actually. get to him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, and then, you'll always get there. If you had a time machine, what would you do? Oh, I'd go back and kill baby Hitler. No! Never bring up Adolf Hitler. And if you're going to go to YouTube and you're going to put up something on your scoreboard, you watch the whole video straight through to make sure if anybody is shown, it's not Adolf Hitler. Michigan State? That was some dog bleep.
1: Um, that was dog.
0: Theo? What are you contributing to our dog bleep Monday, by the way? Contribute yours, eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 8887603776. Social media at KLV 1063. Uh,
2: I, I gotta go ahead and give it to myself this Monday. some
0: introspection.
2: I, I did one of the most I became the person I would hate to be. I said one of the most pretentious things possible as a uh Chiefs fan for now a year and seven weeks. <laughs> Um, And I feel absolutely terrible for it, so I'm kind of coming to you guys for repentance. Um, this weekend for Sunday, we decided, me and my fiancé, to have over her little sister and her boyfriend, who is an Atlanta Falcons fan, mm-hmm. to watch the Sunday slate of games. So he just got done watching the first slate, and he watched his, his lowly Atlanta Falcons with Desmond Ritter at the helm, you know, gnaw and scratch and bite their way to a win against the Buccaneers. A great win, by the way, 16-13. Desmond Ritter's trash. I know, it's ugly. Yeah, he's not good. It's he loves
0: fumbling at the goal line, too.
2: So, my uh, my sister-in-law's boyfriend, first thing he says when he comes through the house, first place Atlanta uh, Falcons in the NFC South, baby. Woo-hoo, he's celebrating, he's happy. I'm like, yeah, I love that for you. You know, I dap him <laughs> up. We go outside. We sit down to watch the Chiefs-Chargers game. How old is he? He's, uh, he's actually 30. 30 years okay. old. Okay. So he's, uh, he's, a, he's been a Falcons fan his whole life. He's had to deal with the ups and the downs and the downs and the downs. So I do feel bad for him. Um, but I kind of got lost in my Chiefs fandom as we're watching the Chiefs Chargers game, and we're kind of going through the drives. The first half wasn't going how I wanted it, so it's 17-all, and I'm kind of complaining here and there. And he's like, yeah, well, man, you know, you, you're okay, man. Your team's still good. You're 4-1 you're and one, or whatever. He's trying to console me through my complaining. Second half comes around. And I'm like, hey, there it is. That's the Chiefs' defense I know. And I'm kind of celebrating. And he's like, yeah, man, you guys are good. And it became one point in the in the third quarter when we're sitting next to each other. We've been talking ball the whole time, having a good time. And um, he mentions like, yeah, this, there's just a couple things I want the Falcons to clean up. I mentioned how I think their defense has some promise. <laughs> you told him to
1: shut no, the no, hell up.
2: No, this is what happened. It's, it was worse <laughs> than that. He looks at me and um and and he says uh he says yeah, man. But, you know, I, I like the way that the Chiefs office is coming along. He, he mentioned, like, he, he gave me a compliment on, like, Rashi Rice or something. And I'm like, I appreciate you, man. But I'm just, you know, I want my team to be ready for, for playoff time, for, you know, the championship. I need them to be able to win the Super Bowl and whatnot. And he says, yeah, man, I like what the Falcons got going, too. But, you know, this, that, and that. He kind of complained about his team. But here it is right here. Here's the line I dropped that I feel so terrible about. I said, yeah, man, but our team just kind of got different goals. And I said that another part of the problem was I said that as he was like getting up to go get us both drinks to go refill our drink cups. He made a complaint and I was like, you'll be all right, but our team's got different goals, man. As I locked back in on the game and I didn't even realize I said it. And he responded by being like, at first he was like, yeah. Then he was like, wait, no, we have those goals, too. Like he kind of got a little defensive and I felt so internally bad. Perhaps his team wants to get a little bit more defensive. Yeah, no, no, his team should get more defensive if they have those goals. But I felt totally bad because I, I, for the first time, I felt pretentious as a fan. I felt um, like arrogant. I was a little arrogant, yeah. and it, and it wasn't even out of a place of hate. I wasn't talking trash. I was literally telling him like, "Yeah, whatever." Like, you guys are trying to get eight wins. I'm I'm trying to lift up. It was a Lombardi little dismissive. Trophy. I felt bad. Okay. So this is just my public, you know, apology. I won't be that guy again. Um, to Nate out there, I'm sure you're not listening because I know you're on your way back to Atlanta. I'm sorry to you as well. I'm sorry to all Falcons fans. And I won't be a bad guy going forward. Okay,
0: I, I mean, I get it. I get where you feel bad because you have only been a fan of the Chiefs yeah. for one year and seven months. You, uh, you, in a a very, very, very lazy and and non inspiring decision, pick the Chiefs as your <laughs> yeah. new team after uh, turning your back on the Panthers, a birthplace, baby. That said, that said, here's my message to Nate. Nate, your team doesn't have the same goals as the <laughs> it, Chiefs. <it> no. <laughs> Like Nate, I'm sorry. Um, you'll you'll be happy with uh, the number twelve pick in the draft, and you'll like it. There you go.
2: Is it is that not such a bad thing to say? To no, somebody? you're right. You're right. That's I mean, terrible.
1: I, Desmond Ritter is is flat out. Bad. He's bad. It makes him it makes Nate think that everything he believes in, everything that he roots for is just a big waste
2: of time. He looks so dejected when I said that. You
1: made him feel like he was wasting his time. Because he
2: also agreed at first, but then he realized, no, wait, wait, I'm supposed to fight back on this. Like I, I
0: Yeah, having having a goal and then being able to realistically get even anywhere close to that goal are two very different things. But the Atlanta Falcons are not close to that goal. They're not. They might have that goal, but they're never gonna come close to that goal. Um Dumb.
2: I got to watch. You did my nothing
0: mind. wrong. I, You're okay. I, you, you, I'm good. No, I
2: say be cockier.
0: Actually, be cockier. All right. I think Falcons cool fans. I am cool with it. Think it needs to be humbled. I actually thought it was bad, but okay, I feel better now. Definitely think he needs to be humbled. Uh, Joe in Jupiter, what is your dog Blake Monday?
2: Uh, let's go back to Friday night. First of all, hello everyone. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to go to Friday night, and I mentioned I think on your show on Friday about. Uh, the thorn in our side of Jose Altuve, and what does he do in the top of the night? We're up 4-1. Destroys us again. 5-4, done. We wouldn't be having a game seven, I don't think, tonight if it wasn't for him. He's fantastic. But that's my dog leap of, of the weekend, other than the Dolphins not beating the Eagles. And, and Ken, I do want to apologize to you. I, I, I'll admit it. I, I, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I had to vent, and I didn't know who else to, to, to message. So I messaged you that I couldn't sleep. Waiting for tonight's game. And I do apologize for that. I you, know. You, hopefully you don't have alerts <laughs> on your phone that woke you up. I do apologize to you and your family if that, that happens. You I, I don't I, I barely remember it. So you, go ahead. you don't
0: have to apologize uh for that and appreciate you, Joe. He uh he did reach out to me on social media at one fifty three AM. Oh, oh my, my goodness. Joe. I've become his impromptu sports counselor. So, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: that is at least he apologized. He did apologize. Yeah.
0: But it's fine. Like, I I take messages from old people. Um, it's fine. At one fifty three, your boy ain't awake. Your boy also doesn't have his
1: notifications on. Yeah. So it's all good. I Great. sent you guys some stuff this weekend at like two in the morning. Yeah, because yeah, one, you know, like I'm I'm out. It's not gonna matter to me. Right. you just wake to up me. to
0: it. Yeah. Uh, why do not you let Coach Shala bring you into your dog bleepstone?
1: Um, dog Um, <laughs> Dog take a trip to the state of North Carolina. Oh, let's do it. Chapel Hill, to be exact. Mm. Drake May, Mac Brown. You're undefeated. You got your eyes set on a college football playoff. Just beat up on Miami. Just beat up on Miami. You've made yourself, because USC's not playing that good, a legitimate college football playoff contender. This team offensively juggernaut. Undefeated. The only one left besides Florida State. We can do this. <laughs> Trotting in comes up. Virginia. Tony Musket and uh, whoever the hell these guys have playing football for them, they're 1-5. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was homecoming for UNC. You lose to Virginia. I mean, I don't, there's not much to even talk about besides that billing, just a, a, a steaming pile of dog bleep from the Tar Heels. The, your playoff hopes are now dashed. It doesn't matter what you do the rest of the season because you're North Carolina. You lost to Virginia. Thirty-one to twenty-seven. That's all. That's all I got. That's it right there. Um,
0: yeah, it was dumb. <laughs> typical Mac Brown, North Carolina losing what should be a cakewalk game in what is otherwise a dominant season. So you can kiss those playoff hopes goodbye. You're
1: favored by twenty-four points. Crazy. yay that's not good. No, it's not. It's it's, it, not it's the worst lot. It's the first top ten road win that Virginia's had since nineteen sixty-one. Like there's every stat that you could pull from this. This is the abysmal and the worst loss of the college football season, in my opinion. Uh, real
0: quick, can we uh can can we hear uh, James Franklin, head coach Penn State, after his team lost twenty to twelve to Ohio State on Saturday in what was a death march of a game? It was completely unwatchable. If you like offense, this is was not for you. Burning your eyes, bleeding from your eye sockets. If you like defense, well, I suppose you're satiated, but only because the offenses were that bad. Uh let's let's hear James Franklin after his team lost yet another big game. Big game, James, except for when it's a big game. Uh here's James Franklin, his synopsis of a 20 to 12 loss in Columbus. Uh, like always, appreciate you guys coming out and covering Penn State Football. Uh, first of all, like always, want to give Ohio State a ton of
2: credit. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure we'll watch the tape. But I'm not sure if we didn't just watch two of the best teams in, in college football.
0: Excuse me? I'm not sure that we didn't just watch two of the best teams in college football, yeah. says James Franklin, after his offense put up a whopping 240 yards of offense. Not in a half, but in a game. One of sixteen on third down was Penn State. Maybe I'll give a pass to Ohio State if you want to make the claim that we saw perhaps two of the best teams in college football. But James, talking about your team, no, they are not one of the two best
2: teams Um, in college football. He didn't say the two best teams. He said two of the best. Two of the best 25. Two of the best 15. I'm not I'm not the sure we'll watch the tape. I'm not sure if we didn't just watch two of the best teams in college football. Two of the best 30? <laughs> you know, it's not like he put a line.
0: James. You can't give credit for that.
2: <laughs>
0: 240 yards of total offense and one of 16 on third down does not make you one of the two best teams in college football. That's yep. Theo Dorsey. That's Stone LeBanowitz. I'm Ken LaVica. LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN
2: 1063. You've got you pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. From you the Anajar and Levine up, Accident Attorney know, Studios, it it's LaVica, it Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063.
0: Uh, can I hear Jerome Baker picking off Jalen Hurts, who made a terrible decision? Terrible decision to throw with Kater Kohu in his face. Jerome Baker gained time, pick six last night.
2: To that play momentarily. First Hurts taking and throwing back the clutch. Intercepted into the hands of Jerome Baker for a touchdown. Off the deflection by Cater Kohu.
0: Baker was there. Ugh. That was the football god saying, Oh, officials, you're going to try to pull the Eagles to victory last night with your dirty cheating. This was the play after a horrendous no call on A, a pass interference and a 15-yard face mask within the pass interference. No flag, no flag. Eagles get to do whatever they want. This was the play after the football god saying, Don't worry, Dolphins, we have you. Jerome Baker, interception return for a touchdown. The pick six. That is the coolest moment
2: of the week. Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool. Cool, yeah.
0: The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. They've been doing it since 2006. They're family owned and operated. Hey, this is a good time right now with the the mornings and the evenings at least cool where you can uh, lay off the AC for a bit to uh, get EDS out and get that gold plan locked in. Get a look at your ducks. Get a look at the AC unit. Since we're not in uh, terminal heat any longer, at least for the foreseeable future, this is a good time to make sure that everything is good to go for when you have to really go full bore at any point this winter, or especially back in the spring. If you're going to get that AC unit serviced, check out how close it is with the warranty. Make sure it's EDS, EDS is yes, EDSAirConditioning.com, EDSAirConditioning.com, EDS is yes, EDSAirConditioning.com. Go ahead and be like Theo Dorsey. Get that gold plan locked in. Uh, So Stone was was texting with us uh, from a flight he was taking last night, Mm. Uh, Theo. Do you... Do you, um, do you do that thing where maybe you'll have a little cocktail? How do you handle uh, those, those night flights?
1: <sighs> I don't really have a rhyme or a reason. I'm a big sleeper, but I knew I had Sunday night football, so I was fine. I don't do anything special, though. No? I don't. I really don't.
0: Yeah. Are you, uh, are you a, a plane drinker? Oh, I,
2: I get mine up right before I get on the plane. Okay. And then if it's one of those where I know I can get a free drink, or at least I can like get it free through my credit cards, I get another one on the plane, pop a melatonin, I'm out.
0: Huh? Yeah, I don't. I don't need any sort of pill or any sort. You of, had nothing. No, really. I, I just as soon as it, I. I honestly think this is God's honest truth. I think that as soon as the cabin pressurizes, it does something <laughs> to my brain, yep. and it just puts me to sleep. i it, it wasn't always like that. I like that. Yeah, That's like nice. I do like drinking on a plane. Um, but I don't do it very often, and it's got to be the right situation. Yeah. But I was just curious, because I don't know your plane habits. So I came
1: I, from the Midwest to Atlanta, Atlanta to Orlando, so those flights are like an hour. So it, it's not like I'm am I going to catch a buzz in an right. hour and then have to drive home, just right. doesn't make right. any sense. And it's like $25 per
0: yeah. drink on a plane. Yeah, I mean, it gets expensive. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll do this tomorrow. Uh, not plane talk, but yeah. something else, I presume. Uh, Monday Night Football here on ESPN 106.3. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.